This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. We're back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, former Rhode Island long snapper. Just me today. Sean is not going to be joining us. We're not fighting like we were last time. Uh, He works on Sundays for the college football show that he is a producer for. So we're going to do our live stream later tonight for the FBS. And then we are also going to do a full bracket prediction show that is going to come out really early in the week. So we get ahead of those matchups. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. The reason why I'm going solo, the bracket for the FCS football playoffs just dropped. It was just revealed. And I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to uh, waste the opportunity to not only get my thoughts out there, but to allow our listeners to react and share their thoughts in the comments on the video, which a lot of them love to do. Now, I was doing a Twitter space during this reveal, and I was doing it with with uh, Reddit FCS and some other folks. There was a lot of frustration with a lot of the decisions that happened with this year's bracket. And we're going to get to all of that stuff surrounding Montana st- State, stuff surrounding Montana, a lot of things that just don't make a lot of sense, which, as we all know, FCS football is not properly organized the way that it should be. And as we've talked about a million times on the show, the decision-making is always questionable. We're going to get to that. Before we do, though, uh, folks, I just want to tell you about today's sponsor, which as always is Bet Online. Um, that's where you'll find all the latest odds, matchup, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And if you didn't know this, there's betting for FCS games. Did a little bit of that yesterday. It's it's fantastic that they have those lines. I'm sure that they're going to have them for the playoffs. So if you want to have some fun, maybe your team didn't make it, make it like my team did not make it. You want to go bet. Go to Bet Online to do so. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. First thing I want to start talking about here with this bracket reveal, I want to talk about the top four seeding. The obvious thing, and I think a lot of people, except for North Dakota State fans, that people are already discussing is the ordering of the top four. South Dakota State being placed where they were at number one makes a ton of sense. Perfect spot for them. Sacramento State at two. No one's going to argue with that. They had a fantastic season. They were undefeated. They deserve to be where they are. But where things get confusing is North Dakota State being granted that three spot and Montana State being placed at four. Now, you would think a team that wins their conference would be valued over a team that does not. But apparently that quality loss for North Dakota State is enough to place them ahead of Montana State. Where this gets even more messed up is how badly Montana State got screwed for their placement. 
because they are the four seed. They now, the matchup that they play in the second round is the winner of North Dakota and Weber State. And I think a lot of people who look at this bracket would argue that that matchup pairing, those two teams, that's easily the most difficult first-round matchup out of any matchup in the entire bracket. And whoever wins that game, both those teams are very underrated, and Weber State especially, who's probably the likely victor in that game, is a really good football team. Arguably, and I actually not even arguably, I'd say that they're probably the best unseeded team on this bracket. And for Montana State, who already had to beat them in a very hard-fought battle that they were assisted a little bit with some special teams woes, for them to win that game and then have to play them likely as their first matchup in the playoffs is really messed up. They got completely screwed. That is, without a doubt, the most difficult opponent for the second round out of any of the opponents on this bracket. Montana State fans, you should be pissed. You just kicked the shit out of Montana, your rival, on a national setting with college game day there in attendance. You beat the hell out of them. And you are, instead of being rewarded, you are fleeced by being placed where you are not only beginning by getting a lower seed, a worse seed than North Dakota State, but also getting a far more difficult matchup. Because if they were in that North Dakota State spot, they'd be playing the winner of Southeastern Missouri or Montana. And it's probably going to be Southeastern Missouri, which is a very easily beatable opponent if you're Montana State compared to Weber State. No one's going to sit here and argue with me that, that Weber State's not better than Southeastern Missouri. Very, very confusing decision-making there. The remaining seeds uh, for the remaining top eight, I don't disagree with any of them. Samford finished the season really strong. Incarnate Word, we know how good they are with Lindsey Scott and the way that he's been airing out opponents. Um, and they have possibly the best passing attack in this whole bracket. William & Mary's been really hot lately, and they, they've been just on a tear in the CAA. So to put them at five makes a ton of sense. And then Holy Cross at eight, as much as I, I tend to belly ache about them, uh, for them to go undefeated and for them to have an FBS win is why they deserve to be at that eight spot. One other thought with Montana State too that I, for, I forgot to throw in there before I, I want to talk about Montana. So even if after they beat Weber State, which again is going to be a really, really hard game, it's hard to beat a good team twice in a season especially in this short of a span of time. It's not like you played them week one and then you're playing them at the end of the year and they're two completely different teams. Different guys have emerged. There were injuries, whatever it might be. This is very close in time of range when they last played each other. But to then have to turn around and play William & Mary, who is a very good football team, one that is winning close games, being very effective offensively and defensively, beating a lot of good CAA teams also sucks. Again, without a doubt, they have the most difficult path out of any of the top-seeded teams on this entire bracket. I can't find, for any of these other teams in the top four, situations where, oh, well, they could possibly lose that game, and they could also then possibly lose that game. It is just a really, really difficult seeding and a very bad decision by the committee's part for putting them where they did. Now, the other thing, too, in relation to this bracket, and as I'm screaming about Montana State, I think it also needs to be talked about how Montana made this bracket. I was talking about this on the Twitter space 
and it was being brought up, they don't have a win against a team that's over 500. They don't have any ranked wins. They don't have anything discernible that shows that they are a playoff-worthy team. Every time that they have played a ranked opponent and are one of the better teams on their schedule in the big sky, they've lost. Some of those games were very close losses and they were hard-fought games, but they don't have anything to hang their hat on to say, well, we beat this team, we deserve to be in it. They've had a very underwhelming season. Very, very underwhelming season. And then on top of that, they finished the season by getting blown out by the best team in their conference. How does that earn you a playoff spot? And typically when we do these, you know, these brackets for any sport, recency bias is definitely a thing. Like there's always going to be that bias of what happened recently is going to impact our thoughts on a team. I don't understand how after what we saw yesterday that they deserve to be competing for for the for a national championship. It's it's dumbfounding and it's it's to me as if and I said this on the on the on the Twitter space what was the argument made for Montana State? I'm willing to bet that there wasn't one, and they just said, let's put Montana State in there. They're seven and four, and you know, they've got such and such wins in the big sky. And they've got close losses to other ranked teams. That was probably all it was. Probably wasn't a very elaborate debate that they were having over if Montana should make it or not. And that becomes frustrating too, because there were a lot of teams that were snubbed. I think the two Biggest ones that I would point to are Chattanooga being snubbed, who had a really great season but had a couple of bad losses down the stretch that hurt them, apparently. Uh, I would have 1,000 times over put Chattanooga in over Montana. But on top of that, and obviously there is a little bias on my end, for Rhode Island to get snubbed for a team like Montana that, again, got blown out by their biggest rival in the latest week on a national stage is very disappointing. Rhode Island has wins over Elon. They've got strong wins over the remaining stretch of their schedule, the CAA opponents that they faced. They had just as good of a season as UNH. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. In Delaware. But because of that dropped or caught rather, I'm going to say it's dropped, but that caught touchdown pass at the end of that UNHURI game, that's what keeps them out of it. That sucks. I, I, and I, I don't know who to blame for that. Is it the CAA officials? Is it the CAA for not having proper review and in that situation? Is it Flow Sports? 
could be a whole rabbit hole to go down on, but the, both of those teams, Chattanooga, Rhode Island, not making it, and instead Montana pl- being placed in it, it is brand bias, and it is conference bias, which absolutely sucks that, that that was what went into that decision. Last thoughts that I have on this bracket, if I were to determine which teams that are unseated to watch out for, and we'll probably do a little more in-depth analysis on this when Sean is on, because we're going to do a full bracket prediction uh, and also a first round prediction. The two that come to mind in looking at their matchups to maybe stun the seeded team in their region and in, in their part of the bracket, I look at Idaho and I look at Weber State. Weber State, we already talked about. That one's a little more obvious because had they not dealt with the snapping errors, they could have likely beaten Montana State. It was very possible for them to win that football game. And we know how good they are defensively, the offensive weapons that they have, the the games that they've shown up with huge performances in, they very capably are able to beat Montana State. And again, I say it a million times on the show, it is hard to beat a good team twice. So to have that advantage of already losing once and nearly beating them, you know what you need to do this time around in order to get that victory. But Idaho is going to be a really interesting team in the fold here because they're going to beat Southeastern Louisiana. Idaho has not been talked about enough, and I absolutely love the direction that Coach Eck is turning this Vandal program into. But on top of that, Samford is a very winnable matchup for them. I know that Samford has been really explosive offensively. I have a little bit more doubt casted on them after their close win against Mercer, who didn't make this bracket. I'm a little bit more doubtful of how dominant they are and how dominant I think some people consider them to be. So Idaho can win that game. They're probably going to get stopped once they play North Dakota State, but if there is going to be an unexpected team to make it to uh, the quarterfinals of this bracket, I would pay attention to Idaho in their possibilities of making it. If I missed anything, any thoughts? I know that this was a short episode, just a quick reaction. I wanted to give out my my takeaways, and we're going to do a full prediction show, probably dropping sometime Monday night, whenever we have the you know the best availability to do so. Drop a comment. I want to know what I missed. If you think I'm wrong, let me know. Also, hit that like button uh, and hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. We'll be back, folks. Stay tuned. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.